Hi, I'm Bailey. And I'm Serena. You're listening to Creative Baggage. In this episode, we discuss the difference between being nice and being kind to the people around us. We reflect on the times we have hurt and been hurt by others, drawing the conclusion that people are often too consumed by their own problems to realize the harm they have caused. We assert that the act of imagining what others might be going through is crucial for both minimizing the harm we do and not taking negative situations personally. There's a difference between niceness and kindness. And I say this all the time. Yes, you do. Because kindness is this like inner wanting for everybody to be well and to have good things and to live a good life, right? Like when you do things out of kindness you're doing this with goodwill for the betterment of that person and not you yes right when you're doing something out of niceness it's a surface level like i'm going to smooth this interaction yes it's totally aesthetic and it has nothing to do with actually caring about the other person i mean it's a lot of and i don't want to like totally go down this path but it is like southern hospitality right it's just this culture and it's awesome to be a part of like I visited the South and I was like, man, I love these people and they love me. And, you know, I'm white. Um, so it was particularly easy. Um, but I think, you know, that doesn't mean that every person in the South is kind mm-hmm. where, you know, again, this doesn't. This isn't just north and south. I think we have it up in the north too, where it's just like it's like the social justice warriors of the north. Well, it's what a know? lot of like Europeans will complain about Americans and yes. come here, and we're all like very nice and open with each other. And like the biggest thing that I heard is like yeah. waiters and waitresses, like they're really nice. And if you if we go to Europe, we find them to be rude, right? Yes. But yeah. really, when Europeans come here, they're more sensitive to the fact that like. Yeah, this waiter is saying nice things to you, but it's because they need to do so to earn their money. So then it actually comes off fake because they're just trying to get money out of you. Yeah. Um, so I think we have it like, yes, being nice makes us comfortable, but we have yeah. it a little bit flipped because I think we've all met that one person in our life that seems like cold at first. And then yeah. when you really get to know them, they really are willing to like go out of their way for you. And those kinds of people, they kind of like shoo away the people that don't, aren't able to see past that. So it's kind of like, it's a filter because now they are kind and they only have to go out of their way for the people that were able to see past the fact that they weren't nice. Yeah, that's something I've struggled with a lot because I was always very nice, but not kind. Like, openly not kind. Like, I have subverted people before. I've used people. I mean, no, no, nothing more than, like, the average person. But when I was younger, I used my niceness as a weapon or a tool. Um, and I still do. But, you know, and I, luckily, I, I never caused a lot of harm. I mean, I'm sure I've caused some harm, just like anybody else. But I think I've met those cold people and especially in high school, there were a lot of cold people who hated me. Mm. And I would just try so hard to be nice to them just so that they would like me. And it's funny because after graduation, meeting up with a couple, like one or two people I'm thinking of in my head who like hated me in high school 
were talking to me about how much they hated me in high school and how much better I was. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's funny that you think that because I've kind of become rude. Mm. And what I wanted was like acceptance, <laughs> which is why it was sad, right? That it just what didn't work out for me when I was younger. But that's why, you know, that that's like the reason for being a teenager, right? Like you stumble through social activities until you find your spot <laughs> yeah definitely I like you kind of yeah. just have to like try yeah all the different avenues and see if it works like yeah because how are you supposed to know if something works or doesn't work if you don't have the experience in like middle school early high school that's why everyone hates their time in middle school because yeah. everything sucks because you don't know what you're doing and yeah. so you mess things up a lot exactly and I think that more young people especially middle schoolers and high schoolers need to learn how to be kind instead of being nice mm. because a lot of schools teach how to be nice. Like don't say racist things, don't bully and don't do that. But it's like the worst things that have happened to me in high school were like people going behind my back. Yeah. Or if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Right. You That's hear stupid. that all the yeah. time in elementary school, but it is helpful to hear not nice things. Yes. And I think that like, because of all of that, when I suddenly got to the age where we didn't have to always be nice to each other. Yeah. I had a hard time hearing not nice things that I needed to hear because I took it very, very personally. Oh yeah. Me too. Like I was so fragile coming out of like very delicate social experiences because somebody could have told me in high school like Bailey we know you're fake you know what I mean and that would have crushed me but instead people told it to me in college and it crushed me more mm -hmm. because I was like really unprepared for it um and I mean I'm glad that people did tell me and people were nice about it. I think, I mean, you were nice about it, <laughs> but it wasn't nice to hear. I was like, what the heck? I'm the nicest person ever. Why does anybody have a problem with that? Uh -huh. And I cried. Serena made me cry. Yeah. Um, but it a was a lot. Oh, I cried <laughs> so much, but it was like one of the best things that's ever, ever happened to me because I have become such a better person. My interpersonal problems since that day have been so much smaller. Yeah. And also you know? a lot of the things that you learned away, along the way from being really nice and going through all those things yeah. and like having things melt down for you are, even though I helped you through that initial transition from niceness to kindness, like in turn, you have helped me and like taught me a lot about interactions that I've never experienced because yeah. <laughs> I just didn't like, how was I supposed to know? So if I run into something like a, a problem with somebody else, like you have stuff to teach me as well. Like it's not yeah. just linear and somebody is further along than somebody else. Oh, no. Like we yeah. have to all bring our experiences to the table. Exactly. Like we, we've had so many problem solving sessions where you've been like, what is this person doing or what does this person need? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Because I, I am a really understanding person. Yeah. When somebody's actions in any tiny way mirror my own thinking patterns. Like I can yeah. find any series of events that I've gone through or might go through and say, oh yeah, I understand why that person did this. Like, even though it was not nice or it 
did something to harm me, like, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. But once in a while, I hit an experience where I have no idea <laughs> why in the world someone would do that. And whether it's good or bad, it confuses me. And that's yeah. when, like, if I tell you the story, you'll be like, oh, well, I did this. Or, oh, well, someone did this to me and this is why. Yeah. And that just gives me so much more comfort because I yeah. hate feeling like, someone's actions came out of a black hole like yeah yeah and I've done the same thing too because it's just like why (laughs) did this person do this thing to me (laughs) you know um and I think like people have to I think what we've both learned is that you have to kind of get off your high horse and realize like it's not personal it's never personal it's I mean sometimes it is but it's very rarely personal. But it's you. It's usually situational. Like yeah. you ended up in the spot that was the target of that person's ill will for some reason. Yes. yes. Um, and because I don't, I think that when things are personal, actually, they get resolved in a relatively organized way. Yeah. Right. Like if I really have an issue with someone that is personal, that they did something or they are this way that I don't like, that's something that can be talked through easily. And like Bailey and I do this all the time. We will (laughs) talk about like an aspect of ourselves that either like I don't like and then you kind of like explain the outside perspective of what I do and how it appears from like a third person point of view or like, we'll even talk about little things that each other does that, like, bothers us. And it's never a problem because it is sorted out between us. Yeah. And it never has to manifest into, like, one of us doing something shitty to the other person. Yeah. And I think that people, they're so quick to demonize a person who has hurt them. And they no, they no longer want to see the human in that person. And they automatically just assume this person did this to me or said this to me because they're bad. It's never that. And it, like, never is that. Um, and it was, that's hard for me to swallow. That was a really hard... That's something I still struggle with because things have happened to me or people of friends have hurt me in really, really deep ways. Mm-hmm. But for the friends who were actually good enough and actually willing to sit down and have a conversation with me... of the time it was resolved. (laughs) And I think that, like, if you think back to all the times that you have hurt somebody else, you realize that it was never because you thought you were going to hurt them. It's usually because they were in the way of something that you were trying to do or you were trying to fix or, like, you were hurting and then, like, slapped them on the side by accident because you were trying to figure out how to make yourself feel better. Yes, right, exactly. And so to assume that somebody went out of their way to hurt you for no reason is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and I used to assume that all the time. Um, And I'm sure that people have assumed that about me plenty of times. Because we're all so consumed in ourselves that... There is no way that you have extra energy reserved to, like, hate somebody else actively. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
I have some people that I hate pretty actively, but I can tell you that I don't think about it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the and grand scheme really of all my go thoughts. out of your way to, like, make their lives miserable. No, that's Because exhausting. that would take up so much of your time and you yeah. have more important things to do. And I think being petty, yeah. like, kids have time to be petty. So when we're learning these social dynamics, like, there are kids who will go out of their way to, like, Yes. Hurt you because they have nothing better to do. But like we grow out of that. Hopefully we all grow out of that. Yeah. So like by the time we're teenagers and adults, it's less and less so the case that that's actually what somebody is thinking if they hurt you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think as in this weird time, especially, I think people are just more hypersensitive yeah. to things and more quick to snap and more quick to say something they didn't mean to say or redirect some anger onto onto you or to somebody else that like I don't know well I think being an adult we have a lot more power to hurt a lot more people in a yeah. lot more ways and so it's no longer about like oh you just have to not be mean to people or not do bad things to people it's yeah. that you have to be considerate of people as you go, always. Like, even when you're consumed in your own problem, when you're working through something, like a goal that you really want to achieve, it's not that you are just avoiding, like, going out of your way to stab people in the back. You're avoiding stepping on people's toes when you're in a rush. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a really, really good lecture by David Foster Wallace called This Is Water. And he talks Mm. about... Um, going to the grocery store after a really, really long, awful day at work. Oh, yeah. And you're stuck in traffic, and then everybody seems to be in your way in the grocery aisle, and it feels personal, right? Like, every person who's honking at you, every person who is in your way or grabbed the food that you wanted to get or accidentally knocked you over and you dropped everything, all of those people... Mm-hmm. probably had just as, sh- as shitty of a day as you and they probably are just as concerned about you being in their way yes. as you are about them being in yours yeah so it's really just about being considerate of other people and not assuming that they did anything yes. to you if you like what you hear please subscribe leave us a review and share with a friend You can also follow us on Instagram and sign up for our email list for the latest updates. All of our platforms can be found on the link tree in the description of the episode.